0: Soldier in the Army, substitute teacher, brand photographer, branding expert, SEO teacher. My guest today, Miss Janelle Botts, has done lots of things in the past several decades, and she's committed to each one of them by following her values. In today's episode, we discussed a lot of different things, including how is Twitter and time spent on Twitter really just a form of resistance? We talk about how Janelle has made her shifts from different career paths to different career paths and what has led those shifts and how she's known which thing is right. And we also get into a really awesome topic at the end about what to do when you are in a season that is tough and busy and you don't have a lot of breaks but you know you wanna keep going. How can you give yourself that energy? How can you get through it? This is an excellent episode and I'm so excited to hear what parts resonate for you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast where the potential in me honors the potential in you. If you're wondering if you can really change and truly find and live your purpose, Then I invite you to let me be your accountability partner, and for you to be mine. And together, we can explore with curiosity and humor what it is to create beautifully in every area of our lives, and to take action to make that happen. Janelle, hi
1: Janelle. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm really happy to talk to you today. I am so excited to talk to you.
0: We've. How long has it been since we've been like internet friends? It's had to have been like two or three years, maybe longer?
1: At least, at least two or three years.
0: Yeah. Because you were in my Create Your Badass brand group, right? That's yes. kind
1: of how we met each other? Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Way back in those days. So I think right yeah. as I was starting, maybe it's starting my bit photography business maybe.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I think. At least within the first year of my photography business is when I discovered you through a mutual follower. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it happened either. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. And then yeah, so you were in there and then we just connected on Instagram because you were a you were pretty active inside the Create Your Badass brand Facebook group. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah. And then I would just start following you and then I just said this to my husband because he's like, Who's on your podcast today? And I was like, Oh, her name's Janelle. And we've been internet friends for a while. And literally, I can't tell you how many times I've wished that you've lived close because being a photographer, I'm picky about who I want to shoot. Even like there are a lot of good people, but there's certain styles that I like that I really want. And I would work with you in a heartbeat if you. We're here. And I used to stare at your page. I remember finally sending you a message being like, How close are you
1: to Nashville? <laughs> I remember and I remember thinking, like, could I do this? Could I make it to Nashville? <laughs>
0: I yes. I was like, Oh, I loved, oh, I just loved all of your stuff. And then all of a sudden I saw where you weren't. Then you then you switched. And we'll get into all this, but like then you switched to more like SEO type stuff, right? Like you were teaching SEO. It was more like
1: content and SEO, yes. that yeah. part of the branding. So more of like the written strategy part of the content as opposed yes. to the imagery part of the content.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you changed your Instagram handle and now your mom bots
1: well, that, and then everything have- shifted. Well, I still have the original one. Oh, Not- it's two. It's a second. It's two. I always had the mom bots when it's like just my oh, personal okay. stuff okay. to share, you know, pictures of my kids and stuff. And I just okay. stopped using the business one.
0: Oh, got it. Okay. I thought, I didn't realize you had two. I thought <laughs> you were just like, that's it. I'm done. I'm now, my brand is now mom. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm done.
1: No, it's still floating around in cyberspace every once in a while. I mean, people are still liking things. So I I just kept it up and let it – Yours is one of those
0: accounts that I look at and this this is one of the things that like frustrates me and and gets me excited because I'm like, we've got to do something different. Your account and everything that you put out, like just everything from the actual content, the quality of what you were teaching – Your graphics, your colors, like the cohesiveness, it was beautiful. Your imagery, obviously fantastic from all your brand photos. It was all so good. And I look at your Instagram numbers and I'm like, this should be at least 25,000 followers, like on up. Like, I I just look and I'm like, how do we do this? I mean, and I know, I know that there's, there just so many and it can be hard to find people and you've really got to, you know, I don't know, have someone find you or have a just excellent marketing, just, or just not, just not quit, just be willing to give it three years, four years, five years, you know? But like, not everyone has that time, that energy,
1: but the quality, I'm like, oh, <laughs> everyone should be following, you know? <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. No, and you know what? And I never put energy towards getting followers. You know, like I wasn't Mm -hmm. trying, I I wouldn't tag myself in things or try, you know, how like try to go viral or get noticed or share or whatever. All I wanted, like my, I just focused on putting out something that was valuable to something, someone else. Yeah. Like I just, you know, it wasn't about followers. It wasn't about getting discovered. It was about putting something out there that was meaningful to somebody else that yeah was worth them taking the 20 seconds of their scroll to stop and read um, because there's just so much and there's just so much of the same things out there and so much garbage yeah. out there right. you know there's just you know sometimes it it's easy to get lost. In the mm-hmm. scroll in the big cyber world of Instagram. Yeah. And if someone was gonna stop on my post, I just wanted it to be worth their time.
0: Yeah. Well, it was, and it still is. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, before we before we dive more into stuff, and then that what you just said is something to come back to too. I just can you just give the listeners like the resume of Janelle, because, yeah. because it, it is beyond even just this. And I just want everyone to know here, like, what we're working with.
1: It's a whole <laughs> lot of stuff. And once we start talking about, like, you know, the season shifts and stuff, it, it all yeah. kind of makes sense. But, you know, my story really begins in 2001 when I graduated college and I was trying to figure out what to do with my life. And of course I've got Mm -hmm. this fancy college degree during the middle Mm -hmm. of this like giant job recession. Mm -hmm. Um, And working two jobs, I apply, you know, you know, you get out of college and you're like, Oh, I have a degree. Now I'm just going to get a job and that's, what's going to happen. And, (laughs) and that's just not what happened for me. And so as I was trying to figure out how, what, what I'm doing wrong, um, September 11th happened. Yeah. And it was, and that was the first siren call for me. Um, and I joined mm. the army. And mm. before September 11th, joining the army was just not anything that had ever come across as something that I would have done. Um, wow. So that was. The first time the wind, you know, we, we talked about this before, the wind vanes spun and landed in a yeah. direction that I had never, ever even thought to look into. Um, and it was and spurred
0: then, on by, by 9-11? Like you were like, mm-hmm. I just, I want to help. I want to get involved.
1: Yep. I remember talking to my dad that night and I, my, my of course, everybody's got their, septu- you know, where was I in September yep. 11th story? But I was on a first date with a guy because we had, I had a first date with this guy scheduled on September 11th and... We went and got pizza anyway. We're like, we don't know what we're supposed to do, but we have to eat food. Yeah. <laughs> so we wow. went and got a pizza, and we came back to my apartment, and we watched like animal documentaries because we were both just mentally exhausted. And while he was there, my dad called, and I went into the other room and I talked to my dad, and I said, "I will fight for this." And he was wow. like, "I I knew you were going to say that," and I didn't know what that looked like right when I said those words. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was my first, you know, direction shift for me, that first calling, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and so I did that for 13 years until oh my gosh. I had my first baby. Um, mm-hmm. And then that was another thing, and, you know, and I always thought that I was just going to be a mom who was in the army, like I was just going to be a mom who went to work, that like that was just what mm. things looked like to me, um, until I was going to have to be a mom that went to Afghanistan when her baby was six months old, six Mm. months old. And I was like, well, that's not what I want my life to look like. Um, And so that's why I got out of the army is because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, picture myself physically walking on a plane, leaving my six month old son at
0: home. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And God bless the women and the men that do. Um, It just wasn't for me. Yeah. So that was the first shift that or that was the second one, the second you know pivot point in my yeah. life. Yeah, and then kids will along, pivot. Was that kids, kids can cause pivots? <laughs> kids, yeah. kids pivot in all you know in the most you know meaningful way. You know, this yeah. is any mother would agree. Motherhood is 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 the most meaningful thing I've ever done that I yeah. am doing. Ooh, yeah.
0: you went away. Oh. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you, but I can't see you.
0: Oh, that's okay. We'll keep talking. It's good. It's good.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Back on track. <laughs> so, were you, did you, did you
0: get married when you were in the army? Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. In fact, my official last day of the army was the day before my son was born. So my last day was June twenty first, two thousand and thirteen, and he was born June twenty second, two thousand and thirteen. And was it your husband sort of- also in the army? He's in
0: the military, right? Yeah, he okay. still
1: is. He's still serving. Yeah. We're still a military family, and that's kind of you know that of course has played a huge role in what I do with my life because we're moving all the time. His schedule, you know. Not that he doesn't play a huge role in the parenting of this, of our children and in the family, but his, I mean, he's away so much. So I'm like the default, I'm the primary, Um, you know, there have been, it's happened twice since we've had kids where he gets a call and 12 hours later he's gone and we don't know how long he's going to be gone for. Or in, wow. in it was January of 2020. It was before the pandemic, so our 2020 started with my husband getting a call at like two in the morning, and by 10 a.m. he was gone, and yeah. we didn't know where he was going or how long he was going to be gone. It was when we killed that Iran. I'm sorry, when the Iranian general was was assassinated. Yeah, yeah, and he picked up and had to go do things, you know, in response to that. Wow. So – and then it happened again when the war in the Ukraine kicked off. I remember he met us at the library after work one day. It was a Friday. He got off early. It was like 3.30. He met us at the library. While he was there, he got a call. And then the next morning, he was gone.
0: So, like – So, what does that do to you and, like, your plans for your own things? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, it just – it's not that I can't count on him because I can. I can rely on him. He's trustworthy. He's always there for us. But I can't count on him being physically present yeah. for any of the things. You know, like dentist appointments or hair appointment. You know, like it's right. just, it's like little things. And it's so hard to explain unless you're talking to another military spouse. And then it's just mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, of course. You know, know yeah. where – they're beholden in a different way to their boss, so to speak, or being on call or phone calls that they get or having to work. It's just this like totally different subculture in within our country, yeah. um, which is a privilege to be a part of. And it's an honor to serve. Um, It's just really hard. It's really hard because it's tough on the kids. And then all of a sudden dad's not here and you don't know where dad is or how long he's going to be gone or when you can talk to him or any of that stuff. So it's just, and then of course there's, you know, when they go someplace dangerous, that gets really,
0: that gets really tough. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, you've got to just be in like your own version of fight or flight the whole Mm -hmm. time. Right.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, my husband flies helicopters, and there's been a couple oh. very high profile helicopter crashes yeah. and deaths. There's been three this year. Yeah. Um, and so that's hard. I know. Yeah. When he's gone, I don't sleep very well. Every night he flies, I like wait for the text that he's done. Yeah. <laughs> so that's man. You know, it's yeah. A wonderful life it's you know an incredible community to be a part of it's just <laughs> it's harder but not yeah. harder it's not it's like a different type of hard because there's everybody's got their own version of hard and this is our version of hard
0: right it's a lot I, yeah well, it sounds like it sounds like a lot my husband was in the navy for nine years so on you submarines know. i don't know because i met him after he was out oh so I am. I like to brag about him, and uh, you know we have USAA because of him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. And your kids can too. Yeah, and my yes, yeah, so and my kids can too. And um, yeah, I'm like I'm definitely like I'm glad I met him after. Like I'm glad he he did it, and I'm glad I met him after. I don't know that I could. I don't know that that would. Be the type of hard that i could handle
1: you could you could you know and there's you know a whole new language that you would learn as a military spouse because the army and the navy the military uses a different you know kind of language with all their acronyms and ranks yeah. and or units and how everything's organized you, you'd fit you'd, you'd be fine
2: you yeah. could do it
0: you definitely i had could do it. two of my clients i'm like oh i'm sure you have enough people but um, two of my clients they were uh, their team, these two girls and I they came and did photos with me a year and a half ago maybe and their military spouses and one of them was in the military like you and then got out and then um, their military spouses they met on military spouse boards and then started their marketing business together. Cool. yeah and they just said that having I just remember them saying just having that community, of other people who understood was huge. Because those of us civilians, yes, is that the correct? muggles,
1: yeah. I was just going to say
0: that. (laughs) Us muggles, I was going to say muggles. Yeah, we have no idea. Yeah. You know, and I, and, and, you know, I mean, I thank you and your husband. Oh, thanks. You know, it's definitely it's brave ass shit my husband can get pretty this is we're like jumping a little bit here but my husband uh gets really irritated by all the people who who like you know pump their fist at nationalism and like go America but they've never served and he's just he, it irritates the shit out of him he's like oh if you really gave a shit you'd go and you'd join
1: yeah like, i mean I and mean- <laughs> you know, and I've always thought too, like some countries they make it mandatory for yes. their citizens to serve in some way. And I yeah. feel like, you know, maybe, maybe we, our citizens would benefit if they had to serve in some way, whether yes. it was so many years with a nonprofit. Or the Peace Corps. You know, the military maybe isn't for everybody. Like, I get Mm -hmm. that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But to serve others in a real capacity where, you know, it's more than just volunteering, but like the service part of it, where you're sacrificing something of yourself for other people would just, I think, change would just be so good and you know maybe that's a requirement of anyone who wants to run for office Also, yeah maybe maybe instead of just making money for yourself Mm -hmm. you should uh, like honest to god sacrifice part of who you are in the life that you live for other people yeah before you try to run for office yeah
0: yeah yeah i just it just feels like there's um so much entitlement and for for very sh- stupid reasons it's like why like yeah. w- like why do you think you get that why do you think you have this right why do you think you get to complain about x y and z You know what? Like, I'm
1: sorry, but I see this all every all the live long day in the carpool drop off line at school where people Mm -hmm. think that that they are the only ones that matter and that the rules don't apply to them and that Mm -hmm. they are the exception to following the rules because of whatever entitlement they have. Oh, well, I have to get to work at a certain time because nobody else does. You know, like we it's 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 everywhere this it's entitlement everywhere. thing where no one is thinking of anybody else they're only thinking mm-hmm. and acting and making choices based off of themselves and then their children see it and then those children show up oh, in yeah. my classroom and they act mm. that way too 100 so now yeah now yeah. you just got me angry <laughs> and i haven't even finished my <laughs> resume <laughs>
0: it's okay it's okay um i like part of me is like i should part of me wants to have my husband come in and be like here why don't you uh lead the next section of this podcast yes yes. it's just yeah yeah it's it's really sad it's just like you know uh, we live in a community i love where i live like it's a wonderful place to live um And there's a lot of like entitlement, like everyone, not everyone in the community, but there's a section, there's a group who loses their mind when the community pool gets shut down for like a day. Like after COVID, it was like, when are we opening the pool? Open the pool. And it's like, oh my God. It's like, do you have any idea what's going on in this world? Like, do you have any idea aside from just like... Your bubble that, like, the pool is the fucking most – is the thing that's blowing your world up today? Yeah. And, oh,
1: my and, God. In our community – What's going on in the backyard? In our community, it was this uproar over a, a duck. So, yes, I totally get – The my like what? We won't get into that, but yes, yes, people have. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. It's annoying and frustrating and infuriating and yeah, and really, really sad and a little bit funny because it's
0: yes, it has a humorous side. It'd be more humorous if we could like bust out of it a little bit more, a little bit. um, But but it's just like man, I don't know, I don't know. Do you want to do you want to volunteer? Do you want to help? Do you want to do something? For people, yeah. do you want to do you want to make people feel? I don't know better. Do you want to feel better about yourself? Do you want to help other people feel better? Do you want to serve people? Like, oh God, oh I don't. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not part of your family. <laughs> if yes. the pool is what's going to ruin your day, Like come to
1: take all of that energy and like yeah. read a book with your child.
0: Yeah, or I always my thing. I always feel like a lot of that energy is people it's it's like repressed passion like repressed purpose Ooh. i feel like i feel like people maybe maybe they don't feel like they went after something early enough maybe they feel like it's too late maybe they maybe it feels scary to go after something but their purpose is not being fulfilled and there's shame around it either shame around not fulfilling it or shame that's keeping them from fulfilling it for whatever reason Uh, And it's just easier to find problems with the world, or the pool, you know, And, and, and not necessarily find problems with the world, because sometimes we find problems with the world, and then we help solve problems with the world, or we help heal them. But just like, just complaining about them, and making it inflammatory, you know,
1: it's also a little bit of social media culture now, right? Because yeah, with Twitter yeah. and Facebook, everybody can have an opinion and put it out in the world yes. without without having to actually make eye contact with anybody and have a real conversation, yeah, or be held accountable or take any sort of responsibility, right? And yeah. so that's what that's what this is. It's like I I can because everybody else is, and if I don't what might happen. I don't know. I mean, you burst into flames. Let's try it out. Right. Yeah. But I I think that's it. Just social media has given everybody permission to have an opinion and to say it out loud without having to take responsibility for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, a yeah, it's like, it's a bunch of just toddler tantrums put, you know, typed out, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it is like, yeah, I really I don't know. We just got off on a different. Tangent. We totally we'll go back, back here in a second, but it's okay. We went, it's okay. <laughs> I feel like have you ever read the book The War of Art, or have you heard of The War of Art?
1: Mm-mm.
0: I really want to. I have. I'm not even that far into it, so I can't talk too much about it. Uh, intelligently, but the beginning of it, it's broken up into three sections, and the first section is about resistance, and every every um every entry, or I'm gonna put. Chapter in quotes because it's really just like a paragraph or two paragraphs. And it's like one, it's like two paragraphs, two, one paragraph, three, one paragraph, right? So it's really easy to read. But the first section is all about resistance and it's about all the things that are resistance, all the things that are resistance, including like creating drama in your life, following drama, like getting caught up in stuff. So it's similar to what I was saying, like all the just like, I'm going to because then you know you put your opinion out there and if you know that it's an inflammatory opinion or you know or you're trying to incite some shit then your emotions get caught up and then you're going to go and you're going to like look at the comments and then you're and then you're in the comments and then who else commented and then you're going to look at who else commented and you're going to see that part. well last person's a fucking asshole they don't believe what I believe they would and then you're going to go down that and you're be like and then all of a sudden these people you've never met because you, but you know, you're all riled up, right? And even if you didn't write anything, like maybe you're just going down the rabbit hole, deciding who's good and who's bad and what's wrong and what's right, and it's all resistance, resistance from following the shit you're here to do. It's just distraction. Yes. It's that's that it. That makes
1: super sense. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, and then you get validation. Some people get yes. validation. Oh. And then they're all like, and then you get into this area where you're not just right, you're righteous. And now you're, you know, and now like, does it now if someone disagrees with you, well, now they're evil. And it just, it's.
0: Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, I can't, I'm not going to sit on a soapbox here. Like, I've been that on Instagram. I've like been that in
1: real life. Let's, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: yes. I've, I've followed trains and been like, oh, well, they're blah 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 blah. You know, and I'm trying to. Un- I feel like it's like a like a really knotted like pile of necklaces. You know, and I'm trying to ease around it and just be like, you know what? Like, I don't know. Where can we take? Where can we find the breath in here? Like, where can we just take a moment? You know, like. Yes, some of this is is damaging, but me, me being like, you shitty asshole, you should be, you know, you're wrong and you're horrible mm-hmm. and I, I want to take your kids away and save them from you, you know,
1: like <laughs> whatever it is. Well, and they think I'm the same a- about me, you know, it's like, that doesn't help. Oh, no. It just divides <laughs> us more and yeah. starts and it separates us more and it divides, yeah. you know, it creates these, you know. Yeah, it all sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we like, well, totally well, went over yes. into last field, but now I'm feeling all yeah. like warmed up. I know <laughs> we got the blood going. I mean, I think it's okay
0: and I I it, it is just like I'm trying to I I part of me really wants to like tie it in. Right. So I'm trying to figure out a way to like tie it in, but I think it is all, you know, it is all tied in because, you know, we were talking about ultimately honoring your season, right. I think is one of the things and, and making choices that fit for you and your family. And you were like, I'm in the military because I, you know, you had this moment around nine 11, you're like, I got to help. So, so that isn't, so that in terms of like the create beautifully podcast that would be one of those things that's like you got a spark like something lit up um, mm-hmm. in the words of Carolyn uh, mace she'd call it animation you felt animation around it right and it was like okay and so and you followed it you felt it and you followed it and, and it was then very
1: clear it was it was clear yeah. you know and it was one of those things and I think like at each of my pivots I didn't necessarily know what it looked like to go in that direction yeah but i knew i needed to go in that direction i was going to figure it out once i got there and i think the same way with the serving in the military i think i knew what it was knew that i needed to do something and i didn't know what it looked like quite yet and then that's when eventually i got led to the army recruiter yeah so it's yeah yeah see and i love that too
0: i think so many people feel like they feel this the spark they feel that animation but they need to know what it's going to look like before they the take plan. action on it. Right. Right, and that's where so many people get stuck. Oh, if I can't see I, if I can't see the middle and the end or if I can only see step 1 and 2 and there's a, a, you know an infinite number of steps or 20 steps or whatever how, you know, I don't know if I can start it.
1: Right. How well, do I it's trust just like it? It's just like Anna said in Frozen 2. It's the next right thing she doesn't know yes. what you know, she's just got to go. You just yes. got to go and you got you know that there's, you know, you've got your your values and you've got your support system. Mm. You've got what's meaningful and you know what you don't want. You know, sometimes it's very clear what we don't want, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and you just got to take that next that next right thing, the next step and just yep. keep putting your foot in front of the other and trust. So true. Um, I love what you said about values. I really love that. Like,
0: yeah, there's a lot of wisdom in all the Frozen songs. Not going to lie. There's several (laughs) Frozen songs from Frozen from like
1: Frozen 2. Frozen 1. Frozen 2. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Into the unknown. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we, you know, you said, you know, your values, right? So, so you can take the step because you may not know the future because we can't ever know the future. There's no, we may not, you don't know it. You don't know, right. It, right. You don't know what it's going to be. Um, but you do know you can know what, like you said, you can know what your values are. You can have created trust in yourself where, you know, you can handle whatever comes up. Right. And that's, right. that's kind of how we can start, you know,
1: it is, you know, and, and I, rem- you know, and I think One of the things that I do is as I start to talk it out loud, you know, to my husband, to my best friend, you know, to people that I respect. And if it starts to feel like a story that I'm not proud to tell or embarrassing Mm. or like, oh, I kind of don't want to talk about that, then I know that I'm probably going in the wrong direction. Right. Like if I can't I tell my that. husband, you know, what I my ideas or my plans or these go- weird goals or dreams that I have. You know, if it starts to feel too embarrassing to even tell my husband, then it's probably not where I need to go. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that's and that's one of those things that I do is I just do the out loud test. Yeah. Does it sound dumb when I start to talk about it out loud?
0: Well, I and think if there's it- two paths, though. I think there's two paths. Because I think there's I think there's dead on what you're saying, which is like, oh no, this is not a good idea. Like this isn't gonna lead anywhere good. But I think there's I think there's also the people who are like, This there's something that's been lighting me up for a really long time and I haven't wanted to say it out loud because it's felt embarrassing, but it's actually the thing that's gonna bring freedom.
1: Right. Well, and then you say it out loud and you say it to that person that you really trust and respect. Yes. You've and got to have someone
0: you can trust.
1: Yes. And then they either, you know, either they're like, mm, or yes. they're like, hey. And then they start unraveling it. And then yes. it helps me see it better.
0: Yes. I think so, that, per- yes. yeah. And the person you're talking to, I think, is so important because if yes. it's someone who thinks big ideas are weird or you, then you, that's not the person you want to hear from.
1: No, yeah. it's, you know, it's not the person who could be jealous or who wants to take you down right. or anything like that, it's, you know, who feels like they're in competition with you, which, you right. know, as women, we all have those relationships. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's the person who's like, yes, you can like, yes, 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 you can. And it has nothing to do with my success. It's anyway, a whole women comp- relationship, we can see a different podcast, but yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. And so that's, you know, one of my core values is service. You know, it started Mm -hmm. with, you know, my service to the military and then it was serving my clients, you know, and I wanted, whether it was family photos or brand photos or branding content, it was all about serving them in a way that Mm -hmm. lifted them to something higher, whether it was just being able to spend 30 minutes uninterrupted holding their babies and you know having your husband look at you in adoration for a photo um yeah. or be, or giving the family these you know photos to cherish forever or helping a business owner find confidence and you know visualize their goals and take them to their you know next level of their business um it it was about serving and and so each pivot that I've made, each season that I've entered, um, it's always about serving others. And now as I've entered into the Next, you know, so if we could go back to the yes, resume yeah, part, yeah. Right? Let's go, let's go. So I left the army, did the stay-at-home mom thing, a military spouse thing. And then, you know, and then the winds start to shift again. Um, the Mary Poppins weather vane. Yes. You know, there it, it's moving. And sometimes the storm comes in hot and heavy. And sometimes you don't really notice the temperature change right away. Yes. Um, and that's, you know, my entrepreneurship story, where you know you, you know i think it's the story of a lot of photographers i took some photos for a friend they said i should have a business and i was like okay you know
0: <laughs> will do
1: <laughs> will do if you want to give me money here's a way yeah. um and then you know I just sort of watch that entrepreneurship evolve and um and and grow and morph itself and how i can serve my my customers my clients how i can give um, my gifts back to people. Um, and then, and then it, and then it shifted again. I think it got to that point where just running a business just felt too tiring. Mm. Um, all of the back end stuff. I love the yeah. people. I love the artistry. I love the creativity. I love being able to like give vision to people. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like, marketing. I didn't try like sales calls. I didn't mm-hmm. like any of that stuff. Trying to figure out how much to charge people was like the worst part of it for mm-hmm. me. Um, but I didn't know. Like, I knew that like flexibility in my schedule was super important. Yeah. Being able to be there for my kids and go on field trips and you know be there for them after school was like yeah. still something that was like very important to me. So, like, the traditional workforce. Yeah. How old are your kids now? Um, my son is turning 10 next week. Oh, my gosh. And my daughter is 7. So, I've got a Aww. rising second grader and a rising fifth grader. Oh. Um, and I had – before we – actually, before I started up my business, my photography business, I – worked for a year as a TA in a kindergarten classroom at the DoDEA school in Germany. And so oh, I had wow. been in the classroom, but it was, and I finished the year and I loved it. I mean, like, I lo- it was hard, but I loved uh-huh. it. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't the right time.
2: Mm. And I didn't
1: go back the next year. Mm. And I, and it was one of those things where it's like, I don't know why I don't want to come back, mm-hmm. but I don't want to come back. And I mm-hmm. think it was just, it just wasn't the right time. Um, And so it just sort of evolved and I got back into education as a substitute teacher at my kid's school and then a couple of the surrounding schools too and kind of found that that's where I needed to be. I needed to be in the schools. I was already volunteering as the PTO president. So I was like in with the teachers and the administration and the schools. And I just, just really wanted to be there. I really loved... Being a part of my kids' world at school, not yeah. in, like, in, the, in like not not in like the helicopter. I need to be controlling of them all the time. But like, right. I like that now our worlds overlapped.
0: Yeah, and like it would just be it'll just be part of their memories mm-hmm. that mom was just yeah mom was there in the building growing yeah, up. And I
1: get to I get to see yeah. them. You know, yeah. Oh, little wave, <laughs> little wave. Um, <laughs> Hi. And that's just and so it just sort of that's how it evolved and into education and now I'm going back into the to school in the fall to get my master's of library sciences so I can wow. um become a school librarian because I've got a lot of cardigans. It just seems to I'm just kidding, it's not the cardigan <laughs> thing. Um because I mean I love reading but and do I love you libraries, libraries. lots of cardigans. Yes. <laughs> um and I get my glasses. So that's, you know, I feel like that's where the next phase is that, that when Vane was pointing towards getting back into the schools. um, So how did that
0: happen? So let's, let's break down some of like the moments, if you remember them (laughs) kind of from letting go of, cause are you, are you totally done with your photography business and all that? Okay.
1: I dissolved the LLC. I canceled the tax ID. It is. Yeah. Boop. Finito. Filed our last taxes.
0: Yeah. You know, in April. So. Part of the story.
1: But now, but now, though, I get to do photography just for fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which is a different animal.
1: It's totally different. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. I mean, like this year for fun. Well, I don't know if it's for fun. It it was. (laughs) <laughs> I took all the the graduating photos for all of our fifth graders. Mm. So I took like graduation portraits for all the fifth graders, Aww. you know, just for fun. And so like, there's just zero pressure attached to it. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's more, yeah. It's not a client. You don't have to, there's not time pressure. There's not editing pressure. There's not shooting pressure. It's just fun. Yeah,
1: it's just fun and everybody's grateful and I'm grateful and they're grateful. And, you know, it's a much not that I didn't love photographing my clients because I loved my clients.
0: I get and what I, you're
1: saying. And I loved having my business, but it I stopped the loving I, I like capped out. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I just reached everything that I needed to everything that I was trying to get out of being an entrepreneur. I got. You know, it was yeah. right time for my family. It gave me the flexibility that I needed. I learned a lot about myself. I have met amazing people, you know, and it, it really just got me this confidence that I just didn't have before, um, that I could remake myself. Yeah. Um, kind of almost gives you, you know, permission to say, Okay, at 44, I can change my mind and, and go do this now. Yeah. And there's some you know, 180 degrees different. So Everything that I needed to get out of it, the whole everything that I wanted from it, I got. Yeah. And so it was time to do something else. Did you, did you feel that it was winding down
0: and not know what's coming next? Yeah. Or was it kind of an overlap?
1: Yes. I knew that it was, I knew I need, I didn't want to do this anymore. And I didn't Uh know what that looked like did it look like me becoming a stay at home mom again did it yeah. look like me just being a volunteer some you know volunteering did it look was i going back to the office you know like the regular yeah. jobs right um, which that sounded exhausting and i yeah. actually applied and interviewed for some like content like remote content writer jobs with these startup companies mm. um like as bloggers and Content yeah. creators. Yeah. Um, luckily, they didn't ever go anywhere because I don't think I would have liked that. I don't think yeah. I would have liked working for someone else like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, with you. Yeah. I get that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, the substitute teacher, you know, like I said, I was already volunteering with the school as the PTO mm-hmm. president. So, I was really involved. I knew a lot of the teachers, I knew the admin, and I don't. I don't know where the substitute teacher came up. Maybe, maybe my husband rec- suggested it or something. Um, maybe a teacher said something. I don't even know where like the inkling came from. Um, but then it all sort of made it, it all made sense. Mm. My work hours are the same as my kids. We go yeah. to the same, you know, I do not have to figure out drop off.
2: Yes. You know, uh. And if
1: I didn't want to work or if my kid was sick and had to stay home, I just, didn't work that day like yeah. it wasn't like a thing right yeah. yeah and so it just sort of all made sense and then the whole librarian thing happened because our school yeah. didn't have a librarian all year oh. and so the pto has been volunteering in the library to kind of okay. help keep it bare bones running right like we didn't actually do media coordinator librarian work for the school we just just help with the recirculation of books yeah um and you know i just have always loved libraries i mean they're just you know they're just yeah such a safe quiet they smell good yeah Yeah, it's weird but they smell good no i know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. yeah and i just you know my kids and i go to our public library like once a week you know and so it's just like and there's just a lot of positivity connected to it. So I was like, huh, I wonder if I could be the media coordinator for my school. Yeah. And I can apply for that job, but you need a master's to be a school librarian. Wow. Wow. So, <laughs> so Janelle's gone back to school to get her second master's degree in library science.
0: That's amazing. And what's, how long is a master's degree? Like two years? Or can you it's, do it faster online?
1: Um, it's two years. Okay. Yeah. It's two years if you go full time. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But And, you know, and then, you know, I feel like, you know, my whole life has come is coming full circle. So we've got about we got four years left until my husband retires. Oh, you're so close. We're, we're (laughs) so, he's actually hit 20 years, but we've decided four years. So Henry will be done with middle school. Madeline will be done with fifth grade. And -hmm. then this is going to be our next checkpoint. Mm -hmm. So we're going to hang out here for four years. Yeah. I'm going to get all this experience on my resume. He's going to retire and hand over the baton. And now it's my career that takes the front runner for the family, mm. and we move because of my career, and we're just we're just you know handing over the baton, and I'm gonna run forward and the plan is for in four years for me to return to those Dodea schools overseas and start serving the military families in that capacity, really? So all you guys would go move over back to, over to, back to, to Germany. Asia. Wow. Wherever there's DoDEA schools overseas, um, and then return to serving the military community. And so instead of serving as a military member, serving our country, I would be serving the military the family sit- stationed yeah. overseas. So, you know, it all kind of comes full circle. And that's how that's, that's wild. And your
0: kids would just be in school kind of wherever you were.
1: Yep. That's so cool. And my husband would find a job wherever my job is. So. I'll take this seems to be very exciting for you.
0: Like I can see it in your <laughs> face and hear it in your voice and your smile. Like you seem so lit up by this whole plan. It
1: is. It, it, and there it is. Now we have a plan. And and of course, like we're going into our plan knowing that in four years, the plan might not take us overseas, right? I mean, in yeah. four years, our parents are going to be four years older. What's that going to look like? Do we want to move <sighs> across an ocean? Yeah. Um, but knowing that, well, knowing that my career is going to yeah. be at the top of the priority list in four yeah. years, yeah, is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, hoping for a similar shift, but in the opposite direction here, it's been like, it's been like my husband who's been kind of... S- like supporting and I like I've got the kids but I kind of get to like grow what I want and follow what I want Uh and he's kind of like corporate-y but has a lot of other things he'd like to do and try so like I like the idea and I also like hearing that that shift is happening so you're 48 yes right yeah. So well, age Well, I will be in
1: forty-eight. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Right. In forty. Yeah. You and I are one year apart. So you said you graduated in oh one. I graduated college in oh two. So we're just we're just just one, one year. year. But I think that's so key too. You know, for us us ladies and you know, husbands and stuff that are in forties. I think it's just you know in the mid forty range to the older. It's like I just think we need more and more and more examples of that as. A new, like a branch off of the path. It's not a starting point, right? Because we've, we've started a long time ago. <laughs> yes. There's a lot that we've started. There's a lot We're that we've learned. Handed. No, yeah. uh-uh. we have, we come with skills, we come with knowledge and at least a few bits of wisdom in there. Um, but just being like, just taking like a, a, a career and really like focusing at that, at that age. And I love, I love seeing more and more people doing it. And I love that, 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 like, like I love seeing it for you. And I just, I want more people to just talk about that, you know? Well,
1: and, and 40s isn't as old as you think it is. No no nope, you know not it, here. It's, it's not you know and and if you look at you know where our kids are and and all the things that we want to want to do and and yeah that I don't know where I was going with that but I remember watching this video on Facebook and I forget the term that they use they had like a term for people who just switch career paths Throughout Mm -hmm. their, their life. And it was, it was a brilliant word that I don't remember what it was. And it was, (laughs) you know, and, and it really, it was, it was talking about the strengths that people who do that come with when they're starting over, you know, they're not afraid to work their way up from the bottom to the top, they're coming in with all these different varieties of skill sets, these different perspectives. I mean, when you work in the military to creative entrepreneurship to education, you're working with surrounded by working for working, you know, you know, as the boss of like, a lot of Different types of people, yeah. you know, and you bring this experience of working in the military to the schools or, you know, being this creative, you know, entrepreneur to the schools, you know, or wherever it is mm-hmm. that your different career paths are, are taking you and you just get this variety, this, you know, big, expansive resume that you bring with you, even though you're coming in on these entry level, entry level right. positions yeah, cool. as yeah. you change, you know, these career yeah. paths. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of strength that comes from people who yeah. aren't afraid to try something new.
0: Yeah. Aren't and you afraid bring in
1: different perspectives, mm-hmm. you
0: know? Yeah. You bring in different perspectives from the people that have just been there the whole time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> into the, in, you know, whether you're going into like a company that you're bringing it in or whether you're just switching to like a different lane and then you're kind of a fresh voice in it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You've seen things.
0: Yes. There. Yeah. <laughs> seen. And you've had to, and at that point, you know, especially, you know, um, I don't want to, I don't want anyone who, who hasn't had kids to feel like ostracized, but like, you know, I feel like, especially if you've, if you've had kids, you've You understand what it's like to have sacrificed for a variety of seasons. I mean, especially you guys in the military, you know. Um, And I think think that's a big thing.
1: We all make sacrifices in our own in our own way. Whether it's you know, I wasn't able to, you know. Check off the bucket list items or whatever it is, whether it's travel or career or personal goals. Be, you know, because something else came up that was also meaningful and important, but I just didn't get to this. And mm-hmm. you know, we all we all make those sacrifices, and and hopefully we get an opportunity to revisit and say, hey, yeah, now now I'm going to go back and finish my bachelor's degree. You know, now yeah. that I'm done with this thing that came up, or hey, I've always wanted to travel here or be a realtor or, you know, travel by myself or whatever it is. And, you know, or I've always wanted to make a cheesecake from scratch. I mean, it doesn't have to be something like huge and monumentous and cost a lot of money. Um, It could just be like, (laughs) I've, you know, just never cooked a cheesecake from scratch. And then we're just going to stop and actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like too, Janelle,
0: one of the things that I really get from you is just, it's just the intention behind each piece and even though even though you've done so many different things what I get from you you tell me if I'm wrong but what I get is that each thing has your full commitment you know as much as it can aside from kids and you know that kind of thing but it was like in on the military in on kids in on photography and you know it just it just Just the way I've seen you show up and the way that I've heard you talk, it just seems like everything gets presents from you and that you really Mm – and that you really, like, go for it. You know, I think there are a lot of people who could just be like, well, I just tried this for a little bit. I just tried this for a little bit. I think there's something about who you are that's like, I did it.
1: Yeah, you know, and and I, you know, want to – Pat myself on the yeah. back here for you know sticking with the fifth grade because you know I took a long-term sub job as a fifth grade teacher. There was a, a teacher who left mid year um and they wanted that you know hiring a teacher in February is just t- t- hard. Yeah. So I was the substitute, <laughs> and let me tell you, there were several times I did not want to go back. Yeah. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. And I told, I even told his kids, I was like, listen, kids, I have been to war twice and this is harder. <laughs> um, and you know, and, and oh, it was man. one of, well, there are lots of things that kept me going back. One mm-hmm. is that they're children and children mm-hmm. are worth it. Mm-hmm. Even when they're frustrating and hard and all the things, children are worth it. Yeah. And children are worthy of, love and they're worthy Mm -hmm. of adults that show up every day for them
0: Mm. and that's what
1: i wanted to be even though i didn't want to show up
0: right (laughs) i didn't want to show up
1: not because of them just like all the other things um oh man hold on but also like there was an incredible growth journey that i was going on Mm. i learned apart from all the things that I was doing for the kids, for the school, to make sure these parents felt like, I mean, because it's already just so hard, especially when you know your kid's teacher quits. What's going to happen to my kid? And I just wanted to make sure these parents felt comfortable and safe sending their kids to school. But there was this huge personal growth on my part. It was tapping into qualities and characteristics of myself that i had never given attention to that mm-hmm. i that needed to get brought to the surface so that i could survive on these days now i am an introvert by nature uh-huh peace and quiet is where my refueling station yeah but when you teach in a fifth grade classroom there is zero quiet time mm. Z- none i had 28 <laughs> i had 28 fifth graders and oh. 28 children nonstop all day and the way oh that our gosh. county works. I even eat lunch with them.
0: Okay. Oh
1: so I had maybe I had exactly two bathroom breaks that I could get away from. Oh like you were allowed to? Because I feel like I was like, <laughs> I
0: don't know what's wrong with my stomach today, you guys. I just came
1: out. it's a thing. And I had to learn how to refuel my energy in different ways, in new Mm. ways, because I wasn't getting that detox time. I wasn't getting the downtime. I wasn't getting the quiet time because as soon as school was over, I went home with my own two kids. And so it's not like there was any like decompression, real introvert decompression time. And I had to find different sources of energy. I had to find different ways to like handle my frustration because you cannot cuss at fifth graders mm. and you are not allowed to. <laughs> not and, allowed.
0: and keep your job, right? Because Yeah,
1: well, you know, like yeah. there's just so many ways that you can take a breath in the middle of what's going on in the classroom, yeah. right? And, and it was it's huge. It, it was just a lot of, I learned a lot about myself. And, you know, part of so, yeah. it was honoring what you just said. I, I committed and it's important to these kids that a grown up, another grown up doesn't quit on them. You know, yeah. and, you know, we talked about values earlier and, you know, not just my value of service, but also the, the culture of education. And, and this is, you know, Probably not a discussion for your podcast, but the culture of education is broken. How we view our schools is broken. The way we treat our teachers is broken. The way that we, you know, yeah, COVID messed a lot of stuff up. Yeah. But it was messed up before, you know, and then you've got all these different types of families sending children into one classroom to spend Mm -hmm. the day together. Um, And it's just You see all the fractures within our community and Mm. the families within our community. And I just couldn't be another cause of a fracture, another way that these kids get jarred because they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. And so like, you know, you you talk about being fueled Mm. by your values like that was another personal growth values like these are all things that keep me going. So yeah. So
0: what else? I really um I want I would love to hear just a little more about kind of what you did find to get your energy. Because I feel like look I'm not I don't teach I'm not a substitute teacher. I don't go to school. I don't have kids all day. Um but I feel like I do, you know, I do have I have two kids and I've talked on my podcast before. One of them, um one of them is neurodivergent, so she's got anxiety, probably has ADHD. We had to pull her from traditional school. Uh I homeschooled for half uh half the year last year. We found a hybrid school this year. So um so in terms of like my business, I have throughout the school year I'd 14 hours a week to myself just of my of my own hours <laughs> uh-huh right to do business you know to run my business to start a podcast to walk my dog to shower if i wanted to shower without people home to work out if i didn't want to work out at 6am you know like if I had to run an errand or pick up groceries that someone forgot, like, like it's 14 hours.
1: So, yes, and then yes. resource. <laughs> yes. And
0: sometimes you just want to take a fucking nap. Like sometimes it's just like, honestly, I just need a nap, which, you know, sometimes I do and sometimes it's fine, but there are definitely, I feel like for me and I know I'm not alone, just people who are like, I don't know, trying to build something or like you are just trying to show up in a certain way, you know, like you said in, with the fifth graders. But then it just gets to like – there's some people I feel like who have a, who have a natural just energy. Just, they can really just go. But it's not everyone. And 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 I don't think there's – there's certain things we can do. We can eat healthier, you know, drink our water, electrolytes, vitamins, get enough rest, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: feel like
1: – I drink the I, water. It doesn't help.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but I, do, I, I do feel like there's different – especially learning about the Enneagram, which I've talked about before. I do feel like there's different – Ways that people are with their own energy, and some have a natural overflow, and some are are quieter and more introverted, and some are this kind of push pull. And I feel like myself, a lot of other people I know are kind of a push pull. It's like, oh, I've got this zone I can go, and then it's like, Shoo. but if you don't have the option to, Shoo.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's an official,
0: it's an official noise. Shoo. I know what you meant. Yes, yeah, just like tap out, like you were saying. Like, what, like, what do you do? You know, cause you were like, I don't want to give up. I want to keep going. And, you know, for me, there's certain things where I'm like, I want to, I want to grow this. And there's other people who are like, I want to keep, I want to keep showing up. So what did, what did you find in there? Like that, what worked for you? And what did you like, what did you just, I don't know, have to give up or, or claim or shift or whatever you've got, whatever wisdom nuggets you have in there. I'll take building,
1: them. building relationships. Mm. It was because I didn't do any of this by myself. Yeah. I, I, you just, I just don't, I just didn't. Yeah. There, my success is due to my relationships with other people you know and it was building relationships with the other teachers and some teachers were just the teachers where I'd see in the hallway and we'd be like three days till the weekend you know like it was just like that you know and then there would be like the, the teacher who I, we could always roll each our eyes at each other you know mm. because we were just like you know it was like the one that we we, you know our complaining friend you know like the yeah. friend you just complain to right. um and then I have you know and then there was the teacher who came into my classroom on her breaks to come and check in on me and make sure Mm. that my kids were treating me right or to give my kids a talk to if I needed it. Or like my, I had a co-teacher where I could just call her and be like, I can't with this kid today. I have my nemesis in my class. And, you know, Mm. I knew I could call her and be like, can you take him for the day? And she would take him for the day. It was Uh. relationships. And it was my friends where there were weeks where, whenever we talked, it was just about me and they let it be just about me. Mm. And I, I needed that, you know, and of course, you know, my husband and his support and, you know, picking up more than he's used to because I'm doing more than I'm used to. It was, it was relation. It was building those relationships and asking for help. Yeah. And cause I am a, I can do it kind of person. Yeah. And I can and my way is I mean, better than your you, of way. Course you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's just easier if I do it myself. That's always yeah. been, you know, I'm the one in the group project who's just like, it's just easier if I just do just it, give it to okay? me. Yeah. Just give it to me. I'm gonna have to redo it anyway. Whatever. Um, but not not with this. And I remember it was after spring break. It was like the second day after spring break. They had made me cry. I you know, mm-hmm. I never cried in front of my students. I've always managed to get away, but I like went to my principal and I was like, I am unhappy. And I was mm-hmm. just very transparent, very honest, not trying, you know, and I never wanted to like let her, and I, that's not the right words. I wanted her to know that she could count on me and trust me and could rely on me. I mean, mm-hmm. and I think she already knew that otherwise she wouldn't have asked me for that to do this job. Yeah. Um, but I also let her know when I wasn't okay. And she was always, that's another thing. She, and she always was there to listen to me. And I, and I think if I had, had a different principle, it might've turned out a lot differently. But I went to her and I said, I am unhappy and I don't want to do this anymore, but I also don't want to quit. So I need mm-hmm. help. And yeah. she was like, well, what's wrong? What do you need help with? And I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I don't know what words to tell you.
0: Yeah. I was like, all I know is that
1: I need something and I don't know what to tell you except that I'm super unhappy. And she, of course, with 20 plus years. really
0: I just want to pause because I I have to imagine I'm listening to your words, not being in your thing. And I feel like there are times where I'm like, I I don't know. I don't even know what the question is. Like, I don't even (laughs) know. I just know I want to go from here to there. And there, I don't know. I don't know if I need a bridge or a boat or a life jacket or a motorcycle. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't know what to project, ask yeah. for. Like, I don't even know what the terrain is to ask for. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, and I have to imagine there are plenty of people that are like, Oh, yeah. yeah. I
1: was like, I yeah. don't even know what those, what the vocabulary is. Yeah. I, like, I just, I don't even know. And, and you know, and she came, she came through, you know, I was talking to someone with, you know, incredibly more years of experience than me. Um and fortunately she knew
2: mm. what I needed without
1: me no needing to know what I needed. Um and they ended up giving me extra help. Like we they hired like a retired teacher who taught at a local uni- who teaches at a local university to come in 3 days a week. Yeah. Um and help me teach mm-hmm. the lessons and learn how to be a teacher because I was learning how to be a teacher while standing in front of the classroom. I didn't go to school to be a teacher. I never got any practice. They just said, here, go be a fifth grade teacher. And that's how I learned, like, while I was in the deep end of the pool.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, So they sent someone in to help me. And, you know, and that (sighs) was, you know, a a saving grace and it didn't get easier. It was still, the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I would say relationships, Yeah, building relationships yeah. is what got and me And it
0: through. also sounds like relationships in someone who's been there because they know the question for you mm-hmm. and they know the mode of transportation to help you yes. navigate it. Right. They've got a bit of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. I have it's chills. Still, I don't, that fully gave me chills. I'm like all <laughs> excited about that. Like I just spit when I talked. That was excellent. <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah, was you know, so I wish yeah. I could say, I wish I could say that like, Oh, I made time for my yoga and, yeah, you know, no. healthy eating and stuff, but I didn't do any of that. Um, you know, my exercise was routine was scattered as best. It was, you know, whenever I got a chance and. I had to have the time and want to Mm. those two planets had to align. Um, And sometimes it did. And sometimes it didn't. And I, you know, that was scattered as at best. And I try to eat as healthy, healthy as I could, but mostly it was the people that I surrounded myself with. It was the people that I, that were there for me when I needed them. And then the Mm -hmm. new people who, who just lifted me every single day. Yeah. Oh, I,
0: I feel like it's that thing that we hear all the time. That's like, it's just a different version of get a mentor, right? Get, a, ask for help, get a mentor, ask for people, have community. I mean, it really like uh, the book I'm reading right now, I think this morning sitting on my porch, the section was like, you can't do it alone. Oh, mm-hmm. it said, ah, oh, I love this line. Isolation is different from solitude. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, Sonia Renee Taylor, the book Is Your Body, Is Not an Apology. And I was like, oh, yeah, isolation yeah. is when we're just not asking. Like, solitude is like, I need quiet. Like you were saying, I need quiet, I need whatever. But you didn't get much of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but isolation would be like, I'm just going to figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Shutting other people out.
0: Yeah. There's no – yeah, yeah. And you can isolate. Yeah. Like you can still isolate, is surrounded by people. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, we did yeah. that COVID, didn't we?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. That was so good. We're at an hour seven. I like. Ooh. I feel really good. Is there anything else that you wanted to chat about? I mean, we covered a lot. I don't even – I'm trying to think of how I'm going to write the description for this episode. <laughs>
1: I know. I was just thinking that too. <laughs> like, what is this podcast going to be about? That's just that. Janelle talks about what she wants to say. No, I mean, we co- like, yeah, I mean, we covered
0: purpose. We covered season. We covered, um, yeah, we covered just like, you know, switching and following things. And we covered age and new paths. And I'm like trying to sum it up in my head for myself later. And then really just, yeah, just. Getting, getting through hard seasons and then just the things that you, you know, learn about yourself.
1: Well, yeah. And that. like honoring, not, not just honoring your truth, but like being okay with that, your truth changing, you mm. know, like my, my purpose changed and that's okay. You know, yeah. it, it, just being okay yeah, with changing so your good. mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing that we mentioned in the beginning, I'm going to bring it back. Even though you changed your mind, your values are still the same.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? you know what you can you know, demolish a house, but keep the foundation and what you build looks different than the first version. Um, yeah. but it's still worthy of being called a home. Yeah. Yeah. Janelle, thank you so much. Well, thank you. I'm so glad we finally made this happen after all the rescheduling. I know. It's okay. Yay. It's meant to be. Timing. I trust the timing. I trust the timing. Yes. It's always, it's all meant to be. It happens when it needs to happen. Yes.
0: Thank you, Chanel.
1: Well, thank you, Liza. And it was nice to talk to you. So I appreciate you. This is nice. Thank you. You're welcome.